it going? How's it going? How's it going? Happy Thursday. Happy Thursday. Welcome to Change the Lives, hosted by yours truly, Deontay Burton. We got a super show planned for you guys this week. This week. Slide it in. Mic check, mic check. We good. Yeah, I talk loud enough. Yeah. There you go. You know I got a loud mouth, man. We can fix that anytime. We ain't worried about that. Fix that. We go. But welcome to Change the Lives. Host by yours truly, Deontay Burton, got a super show planned tonight. Tonight we will be asking that question, is education worth the cost? You know, it's a hot topic with everything, especially with uh, the mounting uh, student loan debt and all these other things. People having issues getting jobs and stuff, but people asking that question a lot. So that's kind of like the inspiration for having this show. Again, we'll be asking if education worth the cost. You know, before we get started, I want to say what's up to my producer, D, uh, DJ Lab. What's going on, brother? And the brother, I'm, I'm great. The brother. Huh? Another Thursday, right? Hey, yeah, happy Thursday, man. Not only is he a super dope producer, the brother's also just a, a super technical guy. Did you see how he swooped in and swooped out? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Gotta get it right. I was gonna give a big shout out to Slick 316 and everything. Man, I tell you what, somebody, I just wanna say thank you, thank you, thank you. They have helped me with my social media growth, growth and everything. And I am super, super duper appreciative and everything. Slick, so I want to just say thank you uh, uh, with that. I'm, I'm juggling about eight balls at a time, and uh, I can't always get around telling everybody thank you, and I appreciate what they be doing for me. So I wanted to tell you thank you. So, I, you, know, you know, I'm just doing a lot, but I, it's, and I don't say it enough, but I really do appreciate it. Um, also give a shout-out to Joni. Joni's uh, 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 big on the road to recovery and everything, so we we'll give a shout-out to her and everything. But, man, I'm hyped up about tonight's show. Yeah, you yeah, know? yeah. And we're starting. Oh man, I got his dry cigar. Uh, <laughs> man, I was wondering about it before I grabbed it. Like, right. man, mm -mm. I said, man, this is gonna be a dry stick. Just something about it. Uh, where it was sitting out there and everything, it might catch on. But um, got a man. You know, as always, we start the show off when we were talking about the previous week, just rehashing it, man. I tell you what, cause we didn't have a show last week. Nah, so you got previous oh. two weeks, brother. Let me tell you something, man. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. I did the uh, the, the football banquet at Jonesboro High School, and as always, I killed it. <laughs> what else would it be, right? Hey, man. <laughs> it was pretty cool, pretty cool. We were talking about talking to the kids and everything. They uh, uh, big shout out to Coach Floyd and athletic program, and uh, Principal Brown giving the opportunity to speak with the kids. Mm -hmm. We uh, Jonesboro, the football program is a uh, discipline, dedication, desire. That uh, determination and dependable, those five D's, and I sent my speech around that. Oh, okay. So you know, I hope I I inspired the kids and everything. So it was it, it was a great opportunity to speak with them. So big shout out to them for giving me the opportunity to speak with the kids. Um, you know, my birthday vacation went great. Oh man, I tell you what, man, I got revitalized. Went down to Watonka. Mm -hmm. You know, didn't win nothing. Well, <laughs> I had fun. And everything, yeah, it was cool. Got a chance, you know, and everything. Big shot. Uh, went out to um, the the casino, BB mm -hmm. uh, Kings at the the one in uh, Atmore. Okay. Oh man, they got a show. It's two sisters be singing live blues. Woo, man. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> I ain't know why I listen to live blues or nineties booty shake. <laughs> God. <laughs> what? Oh, big old, thick, big old thick sister went right. up there and started doing that single ladies. Right. Oh, Lord. <laughs> he ain't got nothing on her. <laughs> Straight Montgomery. 
Oh, that mercy. Woo! I'm about to throw my short ass up out of there. Right. Oh, man. Oh, the angle lady. Oh, the angle lady. <laughs> uh, 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 I was this boy. Had me doing a damn routine, boy. Oh, oh, straight athlete, boy. I was like, whoa. Whoa, boy. Shout out my homeboy, Jane Pate. Came and took me down there, man. My boy, he rolled through there, man. Me and him went to the, you know, man, check out this show. You know, like, okay, we weren't expecting that. Woo, boy. But that was laugh. <laughs> but shout out to them. I didn't know the damn group name. Hell no, nah, man. I just totally lost to him. She, she came out. I was like, what in the world? Big old thick son. She saw dad and something else, man. I just lost it. And the other girl, she was, she wasn't her. Right. So I was like, man, I ain't what hell saying. When you start back singing, you know, just about about four or five shots of shine. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> it was cool and it was cool. But, um, yeah, big, big shout out to B.B. <laughs> Kings and Atmore Casino, Atmore Casino down in uh, Nim Montgomery. Um, also, tax season's underway. Been going great so far. Um, business is going great. A lot of those principles that I learned in that uh, 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 the mastermind class went back to back in October, man, I've been applying them uh, since October, man. It's working like a charm. Oh, man, shoot. Which, and we, we haven't even started tax season. And just yeah, and, and and you know, just with uh people coming in and everything, we've we, we've been ho- totally aggressive with how we've been marketing and everything. Mm-hmm. It's been working out great. So uh, also, like I said, tell everybody, you know, come see us at Majestic Business Services. You know, as always, we have the contact information. We'll bring it up later in the show uh, about the company and everything. But it's been going great. Just applying some of them principles. And I'm also gonna bring up some information in terms of that to kind of uh, that's applicable to tonight's show. Um, also, want to give a big, super-duper shout-out to my son, P.J. Chutney D. Burden, Jr. Mm. Uh, they had their vocational competition okay. for Region 5 uh, today, man. And the brother won number one, uh, first place in cosmetology. Okay. So, you know, P-Dog went up there, man, with all the women <laughs> and all them ladies. And you know, I did, I did, when I got up there, I said, well, you... The other lady said, you smell good just like your son. I said, well, I'll take that. Right. i take that, but I think what, 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 what really, you know, you sit back sometimes, people don't know that he was my son, and they give him like an hour and a half to do the do, so he had to do a cut, and they had to do an updo. But he's, he's very meticulous. This is not dancing against some of the female competitors, but you see they might have took 30, 40 minutes to do the do, which you could. He took almost all his time to do it, mm-hmm. and uh, it showed. And I'm real proud of Pete out, and uh, he was uh, he got that out of the way and everything. What's up, G Rock? Uh, that was good, uh, and I, and I was real uh, real proud of uh, PJ and everything because that was like a combination of all the work he done put in the past four years and everything. So, big shout out to Pete for that. Also, uh, we haven't finalized everything, but he's going to get this ROTC scholarship. Okay. More than likely, we'll be attending Georgia Military College okay. uh, next spring because you got to go to basic train the AIT. That's oh, going to okay. be fun. It's going to be fun. Oh, yeah, it's going to be fun. <laughs> <laughs> you think I'd have cussed you out. <laughs> Ain't nothing like that drill sergeant. Four in the morning cussing you out, flipping your bed. That's when you really been cussed out. <laughs> and he tell you he don't give a damn about your daddy. <laughs> you know, but he'll uh, get rid of that. But he uh, qualified for the ROTC scholarship, Georgia Military. Real good program. That advanced commissioner, uh, early commissioner, 
uh, program, he actually be coming out with his second lieutenant after two years, which people that aren't familiar with it, to become a second lieutenant, you usually get after a four-year degree. Mm-hmm. He'll be getting after two. Dude. So, you know, he qualified out because he's a great point average in his test scores. So big shout-out to Pete for that, man. I've been super-duper proud of you for that, man. But uh, that was good, man. It was good and everything. But uh, we went on today, man, past couple of weeks, got a chance to revitalize that. Everything's going great for me and everything. So, uh, again, you know, come see us this tax season. Majestic Business Services, 678-479-4007. Visit us on the web at www.majesticbiz.com. We'll bring it up later on the show. But, again, Lab, you know, tonight's show, like I said, it's something real near and dear to me. We're talking about uh, education, people fussing about college and stuff like that. You don't need a degree, this, that, and that. So, we're talking about tonight's show, is education worth the cost? Okay. You know, so the reason why I want to do this show, man, because a lot of times mm-hmm. we have people, you know, they chime in at different uh, points of view on and uh, uh, about education or, or college and everything. And I think personally, people kind of sway on what has worked for them, right? Or what didn't work for them, mm-hmm. and everything. And so we start looking at different situations in terms of uh, you hear people bring up that uh. uh Stories about, you know, being buried in student loan debt and everything. And sometimes people will look at it in terms of, well, uh, you know, I I got these student loans. I did get my degree. I didn't get my degree. Things didn't work out for me and stuff. And they're just always bitter about it and everything. Mm -hmm. And you're not necessarily in a certain point in life and you figure that, you know, maybe if I did this differently, I hadn't got into it. And then Mm -hmm. sometimes people do certain uh, tasks. And find success where they didn't get a degree, or whatever. Right. Um, they kind of figure like, hey, you don't necessarily need a college education, you know, and everything. And it's for great debate because a lot of times people will go back and forth, and depending on who you talk to, everybody got good points and stuff. And I wanted to just have this show. So I shout out to Crown Royal. Uh, <laughs> the uh, oh man, this is. <laughs> That's how you raise four boys. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you raise four boys. <laughs> like my older son told me today, told me, if you need to let this and that go, which, if you let something go, would you let go? I like one of y'all had. <laughs> <laughs> Plain and simple. <laughs> <laughs> you, you really want to know, son. You really want to know. Um, you know, I, that was one of the things, which is, like I said, just bringing it up just to, uh, to look at the rise of it. Now, I don't know if. People that, if you haven't been, please go to the show, Changing Lives, hosted by yours truly, Deontay Burden. Um, you know, we're showing on Facebook, Instagram, and on uh, YouTube. YouTube being a preferred vessel, so you can uh, subscribe. Well, not can. I want you to subscribe to the YouTube channel. Also, like the Facebook page. But I say that uh, if you look at the show we did last year in terms of why my child can't find a job after college, well, we highlight a lot of those reasons why people couldn't really find employment, especially children, mm-hmm. because some of the practices they were weren't doing during the time before or during the time they was in college. They couldn't turn around and and, and, and make that into an employment or different mm-hmm. ventures and everything. And I think, again, if you go to check out that show from last year on the YouTube channel, Why My, jo- Why My Child Can't Find a Job After College, it'll highlight a lot of reasons, you know, from my perspective, why a lot of kids can't get uh, employment after college. And plus a lot of times, we're in the day and age where we're in this digital age. You got people making a lot of money through non-traditional means. Exactly. And what I mean by non-traditional means, we look traditional. We're talking about getting up in the morning, going to work. Now you got people sitting in the underwear all day long. Mm-hmm. They can sit here and 
you know, uh, take pictures of themselves, <laughs> you know, be influencers. Right. They can actually uh, do coaching, training. Uh, coding. Coding. Hell, you know, sitting in front of the damn mic on YouTube right. telling you what to do <laughs> and make thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars. I talk about it in a damn day. And you think about it, look at look at the little boy making millions of dollars on toys. Twenty six million. Yeah, exactly. Twenty six million. You hear that? You hear that? And you telling that boy put them damn toys down to clean his room <laughs> up. Better get him a damn digital camera. Right. You know, so I say that is and when people see that, you sometimes it can be set with uh, inspiration, sometimes it can be desperation, sometimes it can be hateration, depending on how you uh, view it. Mm-hmm. But Right now we're in a day and age where there are so many opportunities for people to to survive and grow and do things. You really don't have an excuse. Right. And so, like I said, that with the the the, the whole onset of uh, student loan debt increasing, because at the end of the day, what if you can qualify, get it, uh, get accepted to that school, you just get a student loan. They right. won't turn you down. Exactly. You you'll get a student loan, and if you don't have enough, they'll give you more, an additional one. <laughs> So, the the flip side of that is okay. Now I'm getting this debt to get his education. What am I gonna do with this to pay it off? Because it's always that risk reward, you know. Mm-hmm. You know, if I go, if I'm gonna date this ugly boy, what I'm gonna get out of it? You know? <laughs> do he got money? Am I gonna get this job? Am I gonna get his apartment? Right. What am I losing? Right. You know, you know, I got it. You know, I know the girl don't look that good, but she got this income tax check. <laughs> <laughs> it's always a pro, right? Yeah, we got to make it happen. So you got to do what you got to do. <laughs> so you do it at risk reward. We start talking about education and everything. So that's where a lot of us are. And then sometimes people just clueless. Mm-hmm. You just think you get that degree, you're going to get you a good job, and that's what it is. And depending on what kind of tutelage or exposure you got when you was in school, you really don't know. So now you're sitting there, I got it. I don't know anybody. And now I can't get a job. And now you're stuck. Right. So that's why I was just looking at this great debate in, in, in terms of it and stuff. Um, and I, I, it's a, a tricky situation with me. I, I personally, I didn't pay for my undergrad because I was a disabled vet. I paid for, I took a student loan out for grad school mm-hmm. and everything. And uh, I, I've been on both sides of it. Right. I went to a cheaper grad school because it really, so it really didn't affect me. You know, and everything like that. I don't have no, I didn't come out with like, you know, fifty, six, seven, eighty thousand dollars in debt or anything like that because I hear the horror stories people have. But um, I I will say I went into it with a game plan. I look at it, you I always look at investing in myself. You have to have a game plan when you're going to college. You got to research that thing and see mm-hmm. how much it's actually going to cost you per semester. Mm-hmm. See, people think that you got to do it per year. No, you got to do it per semester. Absolutely. Which is different than per year. Absolutely. I was lucky enough to figure out how to get a grant, so I didn't pay for college. But. Uh-huh. Yeah, my mic on. Yeah, I didn't pay for college. I was lucky enough to get a grant, which I don't have to pay, which I didn't have to pay back. But had I not got a grant, I'd probably be looking at like $80,000 in, in, in student loans myself. But uh, it's a lot of it's a lot of avenues you can use. Mm-hmm. Um to pay for college it's just figuring out which one is the right one for you see people don't want people don't want to research go in depth and figure out what they can use to help them pay for college that they don't have to be in so much debt it just it just takes time you know you have to start looking at that stuff a year or two prior 
to figure out which one because you, it's not going. They're not going to sit it right there in front of you. You got to look for it. It's an overwhelming amount of information. To try to take mm-hmm. the, the damn last semester of your kids uh, uh, in their senior year. Mm-hmm. It's too much information to try to process or even try to research. I remember even with uh, <laughs> my older son, a twenty-five year old. You know, sometimes you look at sometimes with Georgia. The great thing about it, you got hope. The bad thing about it, people just don't take advantage of it. Mm-hmm. So your kid come to you saying they want to go to, you know, Florida State, they want to go to Michigan or whatever and everything because they qualify, you know, okay, now when you, you're sitting there looking like you may get some money from this school and you got free tuition in the state of Georgia. Mm-hmm. Is the debt you're going to acquire worth you missing out? Do you feel like what you're going to get you know, for all the, the future opportunities, mm-hmm. going to outweigh that. And I don't think a lot of parents think about it. Mm-hmm. They just let it chill out. So that's where they want to go. That's where they going to go. That's what I told them. I, sheep. I, um, going through the process right now, man, just be transparent with myself. That was one of the things me and PJ just went through. He uh, want to go to uh, uh, Bethune-Cookman. Okay. Great school, private school in Florida. Right. You know, Daytona Beach, can't go wrong. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. Roller skates and bikinis all day. Long, so I get you. That's why he. I should have went to that. That's school. why you my junior. That's why I said. That's why you my junior. I understand. HBCU, all that can't oh go wrong. Oh Lord. Uh, mm. But shit, they ain't want to get no money. Not no. no. And, and so you looking at, you know, that was like forty forty eight hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. And I think God, I can't remember. Was it twenty six, twenty six thousand or something like that? Long story short, no, it's not worth that. Mm-hmm. Um. Do you sit there and say, okay, well, look, we still going to go because we want to go there? No, no. <laughs> no, no. You, there ain't no bikini worth that. We got Netflix. We got shit. We, <laughs> there you go. There you go. All kind of shows. And everything. So, so it's not really you know worth acquiring that debt. But a, a lot of times parents will go through that. I had a lot of people that I know personally that went to certain kids, went to certain schools, then you got to pay certain down payments and you know, again, it, that that's a lot. That is. That's a lot where you're still talking about once that degree, once you've attained that degree, okay, the result of that, okay, we got this debt. It, it, the, the, the benefit being the knowledge of the degree or the job, can you find that being more the, uh, or beneficial to acquire that debt? Right. If you can't sit here and find employment or opportunities to offset the debt you're going to incur, is you know that's your decision. Plus your regular living, your living expenses. Exactly, not. exactly. You know, I remember like you, you, you look at, you go. The thought process is you go to Ivy League school, you acquire the debt to go there. Most time, even without uh, networking, you can come and find because the weight of that school mm-hmm. and those employments come there, you might come out with a six-figure job. Mm-hmm. You start going Princeton, Yale, Brown, or uh, Columbia, and schools like that. Those you know, NBC, yeah, Coca-Cola, those are IBM, I, yeah. I think six-figure um, tuition, too. Exactly. So, but, but my point being, you go there understanding that you're probably going to get them kind of employments. You know, uh, if you, let me say, if you get a competitive, you don't necessarily have to, but you're acquiring that debt with that thought in mind. Now, it's also hard to get in those schools. Now, with that said, if you go to Emory, i say UGA, we just look near us, uh, Morehouse, Spelman, stuff like that, are you going to be able to find your employment that's going to be or opportunities rather to uh compensate or make it advantageous to acquire that debt and if you can't look the man in the mirror or female in the mirror and just say hey look you know i can't do it 
You might got to fall back. Right. And that's kind of painful for a lot of people because it's like they're admitting defeat, but I think it's just you using your damn sense. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, tonight's show we're going to be talking about that, uh, the pros and cons of acquiring that, the debt of education. And I'm also, you know, also going to kind of give my little two cents, you know, that uh, my very important opinion <laughs> <laughs> on, important. Uh, on, on the matter. Because, again, like I said, just to, uh, when people look at that in terms of uh, uh, education, do you need it? You, you hear so many vast opinions. Uh, about it, but when you ask people why you feel that way, you're going to get some of this, you be like, huh? <laughs> <laughs> they going to give you why they think it is, not why it's necessary or why it's not necessary. Yeah. Why and they feel that it would be necessary. And some of the answers just don't go with the question. And you know what? It, it's, I always look at it in terms of uh, regardless of what you get from who, whatever, it's still going to be opinionated. It's still going to be whatever someone believes is the right thing to do and everything. And it may be because they're being courageous, some being scared or whatever mm-hmm. uh, and everything, but it, it's still going to be their opinion. And I and, and the biggest thing I always try to push with, with anyone, learn how to make decisions. You know, me, me and my oldest son had a good conversation the past couple of days just with business and careers and stuff like that. And I just said as a father, you know, once you become grown, even my as a child, I need my job is to teach you how to make decisions. Mm-hmm. As an adult, it shifts to more making you because you've grown. It's kind of still help you, mm-hmm. help you see different options. You got the data in front of you, and you just have to kind of weigh out everything to make the best decision for you. Mm-hmm. What I feel like may not be the best decision mm-hmm. for you. Once you start looking at it and everything, because I'm looking at. I might look at what you told me your situation, but you still know a couple things you don't want to share with me. Right. right. Okay, now I want to do that. But that's the thing about it, being able to gather the data and then make a decision. A lot of folks don't want to gather data because what we talk about that intentional ignorance because mm-hmm. they don't want to be accountable for it. Just say, well, I thought I this. Know. I didn't know. <laughs> Too old for that. So let's look at some of those cons we're talking about in terms of we look at the word for requiring debt. The first thing we talk about being buried in debt. Um that one of the biggest strongholds, I think, with Elizabeth Warren's uh, running ca- well, campaign right now, uh, just racing student loan debt, um, it's massive. And like I said, the, 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 the bad part about it is that it, it's so accessible. I guess that's the good and bad part about it. It's yeah. so accessible because anybody can get it if you're enrolled in a school. The thing of it is, is just that, uh, what is it, three months after you graduate, you got to start paying it? Mm-hmm. 90 days, within is 90, some of them are 120 days mm-hmm. uh, after you graduate. You got to start paying it. Some of them want you to pay as you're walking across the stage. <laughs> some of them start collecting and getting your information in that senior year. Man, I just linked that shit to my disability, my VA disability <laughs> check. Shit. So, man, y'all take that shit, man. So hey. sometimes it just depends <laughs> on the school. And the the financial the, and the financial uh, advisor that you have. There you go. There so. you go. And it's uh that you know it, it, it it's crazy. Cause when you start hearing so many people talking, you hear some of these stories mm-hmm. that they can't do anything because they student loan debt, and then you start looking at even when they uh gain employment, they still can't overcompensate. You know to do that, they can't get a house, they can't get a car because mm-hmm. they got this student loan debt and everything. And uh, and it, it's amazing. And it, it, God, Lee, man, it's uh, astounding how much 
you know, I guess you're looking at people, you see they're doing certain things, mm-hmm. you never know what the hell people got going on. That's true. And they sitting there saying, well, I got to do this and I got to do that, you know, everything. You're like, what the hell you go to school? You owe that, all that money. But, you know, so. That that post, that postgraduate and all that stuff, you, you start getting to a, a little bit. I mean, when you add two, two and two and a half years onto your four-year degree already, mm-hmm. to get your master's, then it, it adds up. I mean, mm-hmm. you, you $60,000, $70,000 in with the, Four year, then you got to add another twenty five thousand onto that, onto that uh, master's degree. I mean, it's not free. <laughs> and you still leave supervisor at Kroger. <laughs> okay, they go to the next one. Well, you know they can't find employment related to their degree. We talking about the cons. Can't find employment related to their degree. Um, this and, and again, if you look back at the show we did, why my child can't find employment after graduation. I think I gave a lot of in-depth solutions to th- this common problem. When you can't find employment, look at them cons people, they graduate, they want to stay in a certain area, mm-hmm. they like where they at, but the opportunities for where they got a degree in just ain't there. Um, they come around and do it, they like <coughs> dealing in marine biology, mm-hmm. but they ain't like no, city life. But ain't, ain't, we landlocked. There you go, there you go. <laughs> they like city life, they like living inland. You know, they, they big in the Midwest, mm-hmm. Shot town loving it, but they just can't find, you know, uh, dolphins. <laughs> In Lake Michigan, I can tell you that for a fact. <laughs> I haven't seen not one dolphin in Lake Michigan. Mm. I just and that's a lake. That's not Ocean Michigan. That's, that's Lake. A, a crack pipe or a boot. That's about <laughs> a boot, a tie, a car, it's a few bodies, but you will not find a dolphin. <laughs> there you go. And, and and it happens. It happens a lot. It happens a lot. People choose um, unique. Degree, we're gonna say crazy, unique degrees, mm-hmm. and it may be something you have a lot of passion for. It may be the only thing you could pass at that particular time. But once you come out, there's it, it, no opportunity for it in the job market, there's not a need for it, and everything depending on where you're at. So, you may have to relocate, people don't want to do that, and so that become begins kind of frustrating because again, you've acquired all this in terms of this education, but you can't really find it. And a lot of folks, you know, have a lot of gripes and complaints about it again now you got simple solutions probably to fix that but that's one of the drawbacks of, of acquiring that education and uh the third thing another thing is just the income and what you expected mm-hmm. i can say this by being the father of, of a millennium brother was sitting there telling me about what he deserved <laughs> the other day what he deserved I'm like whoa for real <laughs> and i should be making this i should be my man told me so i'm used to a certain standard of living <laughs> Do, t- say, do tell. <laughs> do tell. Outside of what the hell I done paid for. Right. <laughs> I tell you that. Cool. Cool. Do What's tell. What you say? Huh. Yeah. <laughs> they get around their damn partners. They silly me. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to my son. But to be um, in his defense, in his defense, uh-huh. when you in college and you getting those degrees, you do feel like I'm getting the g- degree. I need to be making nine million dollars a year because i'm getting a degree and the schools the classmates your friends they all pump that stuff into your head to where you feel like i'm getting a degree i'm up here you down here and i need to have 12 zeros behind my behind my paycheck and, and parents do a very bad job of being transparent to let their kids know this ain't the kind of damn money we're making exactly so don't your ass come out of that school think you're gonna make that because i ain't making that <laughs> But see, that's the thing. Parents don't do that. They mm-hmm. tell them, you go to school until you get a good job, make good money. 
That's them the three words they use. You got to go to college so you can get a good job and make good money. So mm-hmm. what we thinking, well, if I go to college, I'm going to get a good job and I'm going to make good money. Why? Because my mama said and my grandmama said so. And and granddaddy buddy told me the same thing. Absolutely. <laughs> See, we keep people keep forgetting good money is a very convoluted word. Exactly. So good money to you and good money to me may be totally different. <laughs> Your good money may be like, wow, that's a big number. <laughs> Mine be like, shit, I just need to get, you know, $8 an hour. Right. You right. know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm tired of picking cotton. You got to look at that. You got to look at it. You gotta look at the conduit with which it's coming there, out of. There you go. <laughs> there you go. So you know, again, you know that that's one of them things where, again, you don't acquire this debt. You got this education, but now you're trying to figure out, okay, hey, you know, is it, worth it? Again, we're looking at the cons of acquiring education. And last, what we're talking about the crib just ain't what you expected. Now, all those pictures you seen in those textbooks, all those opportunities you said, once you get in there, you're like, man, this is some B. You see, you see your friend on the poster in a lab coat. <laughs> you know, looking at the little the little stethoscope and stuff on the lab coat, making you know dental teeth because you're gonna be a dentist. And you like, I could do that. If she could do it, I can do it. <laughs> they, they get them CNAs. They, they, they get them CNAs with it all the time. They had a picture. Your sister with their arm folded. I ain't saying nothing about them damn nasty sponge baths you got to get. Take a picture with a hug. Give Mr. Charlie a sponge bath. Or something like that. Take, take a picture with you wiping, wiping crap off the bed. Yeah, how many CNAs you going to have for that? The real, the real CNA picture. Don't take a picture with the stethoscope ball and stand next to all the doctors and stuff. Yeah, yeah, hell no. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. You know, they they get you. So you get in there, you're like, dang, I don't want to got my CNA. It's on and everything. Well, we need you to go change this and, and dump his that and pull this and squeeze this. What? I'm supposed to be assistant yeah. appraiser. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> You know, you know what? They got your degree in management. Get in there. They got your damn photocopying every damn day. You know, washing the owner car. This is not what I went and got my education for. <laughs> hey, that's what happens. But that people don't tell you that some of that stuff is connections. Hey, man. You making them connections. You making them networking things in college. Sometimes that's what you know. That that's what they don't tell that's you. That's great the brochure. Point that's a great point. That's why, you know, I always say all the time, just ride the wave, play the game, ride the wave. Mm-hmm. You know, wrong one building one day, everybody got to get them scars. Once mm-hmm. you get them scars, you know, hey, that's it. But people are going to be patient with it. So those are just a couple of those cons you have to go through and everything like that. And I know it probably rules some folks in the wrong way, like, ouch, it's me, ow. Got my damn CNA. <laughs> Shout out to the CNAs. <laughs> that's a step up from what? Magic City, <laughs> flame. <laughs> oh, yeah. you did. You did. Hey, all of them at the flames. All of them at the flames. That's, that's right? where all them Atlanta Metro <laughs> advertising it. Go to the flame. Shit, I'm gonna leave here. Atlanta Metro yeah. College. There you go. Shout out Atlanta Metro. I'm a graduate. You know, with Atlanta Technical, everything out there and everything. So you see all them promos in the flame uh-huh. and in in, in uh, Magic City. Okay. Yeah. All right. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay, them and uh, what? I'm the tech. Either that be a producer. Okay, and everything. Oh, it could be ITT, but they. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> this this is real story. We ain't joking. This is serious. <laughs> shit. Serious as hell, man. Um, but again, uh, 
those are some of the cons. Again, this is Deontay Burden, host of Change Your Lives. Make sure you go to uh, the Facebook, the YouTube. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. Like the Facebook page. Check us out on Instagram and everything. Uh, also, check out Mr. Short Dollar. Been putting a lot of good information there. We'll deal about personal finance, investing, uh, real estate. Um, you can go to DeontayBurden.com. That's my personal page where we I have some of my videos there where you can book me for speaking to, uh, events and different engagements. Also got my merchandise in terms of the changing lives and everything set up there. So my store is there and everything. I got a t-shirt, some of the coffee mugs, the other stuff. Even if you did miss it, understand this. Great. I'm glad we're here in January. All those awesome, awesome Christmas uh, uh, regalia and everything, I got it discounted 50% off. <laughs> That's Madame Burdan. Yeah, Madame Burdan. Madame Burdan. Both stores are there. Change your lives at Madame Burdan. That's right. You know, get you gonna get that discount and everything like that. <laughs> for next year. Y'all know if you're gonna be with that girl next year, go on and get looking for the next girl. You know what size you like. You know what size woman you like. Go right. It's gonna be the same size all the way through, right? For the Lowski Wolski and everything. So you know, everything else, so make sure you check us out again. Uh but, uh, but but most important, go to that, that Change Your Lives YouTube page, Change Your Lives, hosted by yours truly, Deontay Burton. Big shout-out to everyone, too, before I forget about it. Thanks so much. We hit that 2,400 subscriber mark. Been grinding, grinding, grinding. I might have gave everybody a shout-out about that before, but I just want to tell you guys, appreciate it again for, for doing it, man. I've been, it been, it, it's been painful and great and everything. And you sometimes look at people, 5 and 10 and all that kind of stuff, and you kind of look at it, how you got so many subscribers but you don't have that many views and all this kind of stuff you know it just ain't fake and i can really truly feel like okay man i'm getting these you know mm -hmm. views and comedy it's that net and it feel better when you're able to do it so i appreciate everyone for the growth that uh, uh we've had with everything so just continue to support me continue to share it and everything and we'll continue to put out good information to you the the king mr burton pj just joined uh -oh. what's going on p congratulations <laughs> again now guys we're gonna go into the pros the pros we're talking about Acquiring that, uh, acquiring education. Well, first, we talk about uh, typically you have a, you know, uh, lifespan wise, you you usually make more money once you, you you know get some kind of education. Right. You know, it's estimated being around about twenty thousand more annually. But mm -hmm. with getting it again, we're talking about uh, uh, on average. Is that always the case? You got people that's making uh, great incomes that don't have a college degree, and and and, I, and it's going to go back to my point. I don't want to be so stuck. Remember what we were saying right now. We're not talking about a college degree. We're using the word education. Mm -hmm. Okay, so we're using the word education. So let's not get that twisted. We'll go into depth more in a little while. But just acquiring that education, get some kind of uh, uh, educational skill set, mm -hmm. you typically make more money. That's true. You know, and everything like that. You know, so that's one of the, one of the major pros with doing that. You just get more career opportunities. You know, a lot of times if you got a certain uh, degree or a certain skill set, you may not necessarily, some just require you to have a degree. Some just require you to have a certification. It doesn't necessarily have a specific one, mm -hmm. but if because you have that, they'll sit down and give you certain opportunities. Is it right or wrong, fair or unfair? Just it is what it is. Right. So those kind of things that are open to you uh, with, with uh, acquiring that education. Um, networking. Mm -hmm. You get around, be around different people, sharing different ideas and everything. And, you know, that's one of the, uh, I thought it was one of the best things with college. Man, I, my grad, my undergrad was a little different, only because my undergrad was in finance. So majority of my classmates were either Asian or Indian. Mm. They cheat a lot too. They cheat a lot. <laughs> cheat <laughs> in. Cheat. Damn, they a cheat. Lot. Cheat. A lot. Asians, Indians, uh, 
uh, people from the Middle East. You know what they used to do? Huh? They used to always act like they didn't understand what the hell was going on. And just being a just, yeah. just talking, <laughs> cheating like a motherfucker. Like, unfortunately, like when you like, my mind grad in finance, so it was always me and my other partner Dennis. Man, we was on the brothers. And uh, shout out to Dennis, man. Uh, but it was uh, we was on the brothers mostly in those classes. Mm-hmm. So you, I didn't really have a lot of people, and, and really uh, maybe one or two whites. It's you know. It's, Finance is a, is, a, is a quantitative the degree, number, so it's a lot of math number. based. So typically, you know, you have those guys from the country that were really focused on math, and like the Asians, Indians, people from the Middle East, mm-hmm. cheating like hell, cheating like hell. Don't get it twisted. Don't don't get the stigma that they smarter. <laughs> Just cheat damn better. Just sitting there like <laughs> instructor, like come on now, damn. I, I I know I don't know what they're saying, but they're saying something. But again, I would now to that point though, I have a lot of connections of guys went to school with me. They're in the Middle East. Mm-hmm. Uh, about a year ago, I was about to open up a prune farm mm. in uh, Saudi. Really? Yeah, yeah. I was, I was about to do it. Uh, open up a prune farm. I still may do it mm. and everything like that. But it, you know, we got stopped all that damn killing before I go over there and check everything <laughs> out. You know. But I am gonna go over there probably the next year and everything. Kind of look at some of the opportunities because I got one of my buddies. Man, he's a prune farmer. And uh, not a uh, date farmer, my dumb ass. Dates. Okay. okay, prone. Prone date. Same thing. Same tree. <laughs> but uh, again, you know, uh, 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 date farmer. That's why I go open a, uh, uh, a date farm, man. And once we started showing me some numbers, like, whoa, and everything. But uh, you never know it. I met a lot of, man, them brothers that was in my uh, grad school class. Mm-hmm. Man, we still tight. And just some of the opportunities we made and just talked. I was talking to my man Dominique the other day. We were just rapping and stuff like that, just business opportunities, just meeting people. You never know who it is. Everybody do things in life. You never know who you can circle back with and everything. Because, you know, you ain't stuck talking to Mr. Charlie that knows somebody. <laughs> I, well, I speak to the owner every day. Speak to him. But can you ask for a favor? Right. You right. know, and everything. So that's what college does, get you those know, networking opportunities. Man, we got all off track. Um, another opportunity is just personal development, just being mm-hmm. able to, uh, uh, grow as a person, learn different things, being able to add another tool to your toolkit, being you know progress yourself and everything. And that's what you know, that's very big because again, you know we look at ourselves. You know we actually can do this and do this and do this and do that. That have made us very very self sufficient. So if one thing don't work, we can pop in with another thing. That don't work, we can go in with another thing. You mm-hmm. know, and that's what hurt a lot of folks because if you're in a situation where you can't do nothing, but you, I don't know if you remember. Was like 93, 94 when NAFTA and all that was going in. You look at the mid 90s. I just remember all them factories closing in the Midwest and the mm-hmm. folks were crying. I all they do is pressing this button and yes. turning this damn wrench, and they didn't know nothing else. And it's nothing bad because that was the culture. Yeah, they were doing it for 20, 25 years. Exactly. They, so you they d- son come work there. They grandson come work there. Exactly. So you can't really f- trip on them because mm-hmm. that's all they did. Because again, they don't see it in. In the point, mm-hmm. but but to that point, you ask me to be way around it and knowing what's going on around the world with you to kind of see what's going on. But you know, again, that personal development and, and most important, I think, uh, education and investing in yourself mm-hmm. and your and your future. You know, like I said, them tools in the toolkit, anything that you can do uh, to uh, improve yourself. Because people say a lot of times that whole adage, teach a man to uh, the fish, he can feed himself for a lifetime mm-hmm. and all that. It's, it's easy to say, but I, it, ain't none of y'all trying to damn fish. That's right. A lot of y'all still damn asking. Right. 
Right. And, and because when you learn how to fish, it takes time, it takes sacrifice, and it takes a lot of effort. And people don't want to do those three things. It, it patience too, and you know. But you know, again, people like to do what a lot of damn asking. Mm-hmm. So when when you start talking about investing in yourself and all that kind of stuff, where you're not getting an immediate return or may not never get that return if you never use it, people just don't feel like that. Why well, I'm gonna do that if I ain't gonna get that? Not really understanding that you giving yourself an opportunity if it ever come up, you can right. do it. You, you or if you just want to change, yeah, if you want to change your mind, hey, you just damn do it. And uh, a lot of folks just don't want to move in that direction. Again, it's a change in lives hosted by yours truly, Deontay Burden. We were just talking about the pros of acquiring that education because the night show we're talking about is education worth the cost. So again, we're revisiting the pros, the cons, and also I'm going to give my take on everything. So make sure you go to the uh, YouTube channel, Changing Lives, hosted by yours truly, Deontay Burden. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. Make sure you hit that bell so you can get those constant notifications. Also, uh, go to Mr. Short Dollar. We talk about personal finance, investing in business, and everything um, in regards to uh, uh, improving yourself with that. My Lumen train of thought with that. <laughs> now we're going to get to the oh-so-important my take on everything. Mm-hmm. Um First, let me say this. Um, first, people got to get over this hump. That they're looking at education and a college degree as the same thing. Those two separate things. Mm-hmm. When you talk about getting educated, education is a, uh, it's not just a degree, it's a skill set, it's knowledge, it's experiences, uh, uh, connections that you can do to improve yourself. You, that's not just to set on a college degree. You're investing in yourself. You're putting things into yourself that can improve yourself. Is a college degree part of getting an education? Absolutely. So right. is a certification. So is, you know, just taking a certain class here and there and everything like that. You know, I mean, you become a yoga instructor, a uh, security person. Uh, I'm just thinking, you know, just uh, Microsoft certified. Mm-hmm. Those aren't necessarily degrees. They're certain things that you, knowledge that you require. That you add to your repertoire. Exactly. So, but I think so often people look at it like that. I don't want to do this. We're stuck in a society today where everybody wants shit quick. Nobody want to sacrifice. You know, like Reed just said, nobody want to be patient for nothing. Mm-hmm. They want everything fine. If I do this, when can I get that? And that's not how life works. That's not how success works. Mm-hmm. And until people are willing to be patient and work hard, they never see it. There are no shortages, especially in the black community. Me personally, just noticing. I don't think we had a shortage of high income earners. You got a lot of people making, you know. Just say good money, decent money, whatever. You got people making a lot of money. Mm-hmm. You got a, a huge wealth gap mm-hmm. and everything. And, and, we'll, and the, the key component with wealth is time and patience. You know, we're just doing that. Be able to set things up and just understand it's going to take a while to grow. And that's what happens a lot of time. People yeah. want to, you know, especially in this here, you look at the city of Atlanta as a damn placebo. Uh, everybody want to be a business owner. Mm-hmm. But they think it's just, I got, I went down, I went down to Fulton County. I got my business license. Mm-hmm. I talked to the man. That's all I need. Went out to the bank. Got my tax ID number and everything. You know, called the secretary of state. I got my LLC. Mm-hmm. Now I'm got my EIN. Yeah, I did a couple posts on Facebook. Where they at? Hey, shit. <laughs> what where they at? Shit. Be boom. This is man. I'm selling twelve widgets, twelve thousand mm. widgets a day. I'm ready. No, ain't nobody one of them damn can't take cloth. <laughs> <laughs> People sell some stuff, don't they? They be selling some stuff, right? That you just don't damn you don't need. Huh? <laughs> what the hell am I going to do with that? Because I run out of tissue. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, uh, 
you know, <laughs> people don't want to come, come to that conclusion just with, with doing it. And so just giving that effort and everything. So I do really think we need to, number one, get out of that mode of thinking in terms of the education and the uh, uh, college degree. Mm-hmm. You know, is it worth is, is it worth the cost? And I think it goes back to the early example I give. If whatever you're trying to acquire in life, be it the education, experience, or whatever, um, is the cost of that, whatever the result is, is it going to outweigh the cost? Mm-hmm. If you don't feel like it's going to outweigh the cost. Now, when we talk about outweigh, outweigh may not necessarily be monetarily. It may be knowledge. It may be experience or whatever. If it does not outweigh the cost, that's when you probably want to rethink it. Mm-hmm. The debt-to-income ratio has got to be. Exactly, exactly. Well, let, let's take let's take the debt-to-income. Let's just let's take money out of it. Mm-hmm. So I'm just saying, just say if you say, look, man, my my schedule is tight. I'm going to go volunteer to, to, to go down to this school and everything. Like I can give myself, for example, um, things have kind of been okay with the speaking, but I've done a lot of speaking gigs at a lot of elementary schools just to cut my teeth. Mm-hmm. Oh, let me try this. Let me try that. Let me try this. I ain't getting paid for it. Do I want to get paid? Yeah. Uh, but you got to. Shout out to Carver High School. Still ain't got my check yet. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Shit, man. I'm on that, man. Hey, man I, I done made, I done talked to a couple, you know, I'm on a little better, you know, talked to a couple Fortune 500 companies and all that kind of stuff. And, again, I want to, you know, be moving this in the next future, just doing a lot of more corporate sponsors and everything, you know. Let me know. Hit up DeontayBurton.com. If you need your baccalaureate or your graduation speakers, we, we, we there. But, uh, hey, man, look, man, still damn money. But I say this to say, like, you know, you owe me some money to pay me. Right. Shout out to Carver. You know, I want my money, man. And uh, you know you owe me, and I ain't no, I ain't quiet about my money. Right. I ain't quiet about my money, especially like you know, I, and I gave you something too. Right. I rocked them, I rocked them, shit, I rocked them. But to that point, you when you're doing certain things, we're talking about like just say you're volunteering to do that, cut your teeth, you're losing time, you're not getting paid, but I'm cutting my teeth. Mm-hmm. I'm gaining experience. You got exactly, and like I said, it can be the knowledge, experience, money, whatever the compensation be. The compensation in the grand scheme of things will have to outweigh the cost. Mm-hmm. So if you attend certain schools or go to certain places, well, whatever you receive from that, outweigh that. And I think that needs to be the equation you need to look at in terms of acquiring the cost. Mm-hmm. Is this school that I'm going to, the degree program and everything like that, is the opportunities, be it jobs, money, experiences, or knowledge, whatever, going to outweigh the cost of that? Mm-hmm. And I think if people do that kind of thinking on the front end, they'll do it. Again, if you guys go back on the YouTube channel, why my child can't find a job after college, we hit on in depth a lot of these different. Uh, make sure you go to that video. I'm also gonna put a link to that on the description, uh, on, on the feed. But that went through a lot of that and stuff like that. Where a lot of parents just don't be proactive, even from uh, high school, mm-hmm. trying to teach their kids how to network and what what to be looking for d- uh, before, during, and after college and stuff like that. Because if you're not finding uh, opportunities uh, prior to, and you want to get a certain degree or do these certain things, you got to be like realistic. Mm-hmm. People sit there like right now, man, even at the vocation, vocational thing, great. Uh, good thing I'll notice, just so you see the young ladies doing the estheticians and the lashes. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Uh, uh, matter of fact, man, I had a, a client this past weekend, uh, want to be a lash, lash thing. You know, you know, you know the what you call it, lash tech esthetician. Oh, I mean, that's big yeah. money, man. Really? Big, big money, hmm. big money. And uh, uh, yeah. And you know, she told me she wanted to be 
high end. No. I knew that. I knew that's that before I even asked. What you want? High end? Celebrity? <laughs> celebrity. Car. How did I know? Anyway, welcome to Atlanta. <laughs> but I will say this. But I want to, you know, you ask the thought processes. I want to do the pop shop, $10, $25. Now, how the hell you going to be high end and offer folks $25? Right. My point being, you want to be this, but you're shopping in this. Right. It ain't going to work. Not the same. It's not, not going to work. Same clientele. Absolutely not. So you got to find a way to get around the people that's going to buy it. Now, if the people that, that will want to pay for what you want to do, if they're not in the area that you're, you know, fishing, it ain't going to work. That's true. It ain't going to work. That's you know, true. You know, like I told my son, you know, we were talking about the other day, man, it's like you go hunting for a bear with a fishing pole. You sitting there, you got the wrong equipment trying to get what you want. It ain't going to work. That's true. Get, get your ass ate up. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and it ain't going to happen. And I just think far too often people uh, want certain things and they think certain things going to happen. So when it doesn't work, man, I don't need that degree. I don't need that you know, in anything. And I say all that to say is this is how I look at it. Mm-hmm. When we start talking about the education, because we just talked about it in terms of just trying to realize the, or acquiring the cost. Now, that's my mathematical equation. Mm-hmm. If the benefit, you can be honest with yourself, the benefit outweighs the cost, you might got something. Right. If it doesn't, rethink it. Right. The benefit don't necessarily be monetarily, might not be a job, maybe experience, maybe knowledge, whatever. But the benefit needs to outweigh it. Mm-hmm. And it may be short or long term, but it has to outweigh it. That's true. Right? That's true. But this is my take. This is my, this is Pooch's hard take on this. At the end of the day, you got a decision to make. No matter what you want to do or what you want done or what you, whatever, um, you're going to pay for it either way. You're either going to pay for the education on the front end and you can cover yourself later on when you ain't got to acquire the cost mm-hmm. or your ass going to pay for it later on. On the back end. When you turn around and, you know, you didn't want to learn how to do certain things. Now you fucked up somebody's eyes. You done, now you messed up somebody's eyes. Now you got to pay guys all kind of money to fix this and fix that in your house or you did this, that, and that. Or if you didn't know how to do this, you got to pay the Lord to do that. You got to pay for something. So you got to pay for something. Oh. You know? You can't you don't know it all anyway. Exactly. Or you sitting there trying to, you know, just, you know, let, let me learn how to do this. Again, we let's not get it twisted. We're not when we look at education, we gotta stop looking at it in terms of um going to college. Mm-hmm. Education is just learning. Cause you know, vast majority of people here don't damn read. That's true. And when they damn read, they're reading some stuff that they feel is best, the art of war, how to take down this, how to take down that, but they're not understanding you know, I won't say damn, I'm about to say no damn penitentiary books, but it's just the damn books that you have to read, you have to go through a, a, a plethora. Right. And that's why I think a lot of times, read books you don't necessarily know how to do it. You know, do. You may read books like that that are kind of, you know, um, uh, organizational mm-hmm. and fragmented, but then you have some books that, okay, cool, we learn about different life, different autobiographies, and that muscle in your brain just got going so many stuff and stuff you wouldn't normally read. Like I said, one of the biggest benefits, man, I read all them Trump books. I ain't yeah, no Trump have- fan, but I read a lot of his books. I read a lot of Warren Buffett books and everything like that. I read Cosby books. I mean, I just, certain things, certain people, not that you're trying to beat them or be a fan, but you pull different nuggets from I, different people. Out, out of those books, you pull different things out of those books from how they became famous, you know, it, right? Exactly. I mean, well, how they 
run their business or how they, you know, get to where they are. Exactly. You just pull those stuff. I mean, I read a lot of books. Like, I'm, you know, I read Steve Jobs' book. I didn't read, you know, Napoleon Hill. I didn't read, you know, a bunch of books because, and then I even read some books from, like, 1777, you know, 1782 because I wanted to know what they were thinking back then. So you just just read certain things. You just got to read a, a plethora. You can't read, you know, <laughs> the two crack holes and the, and the pimp. <laughs> books are in, in that whole series. You got to read something oh, else. <laughs> no, 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 right. You got to grow past Iceberg Slam and Dominic Yeah. You got to grow past that. Yeah, yeah. You got to grow past. I mean, they, you can read them, but you got to grow past them. You got you to gotta grow past that. And, 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 and that's real talk, though. And, and, and again, until people commit to getting themselves educated, I, I don't think you're going to really start experiencing the kind of growth you're going to have as an individual until you start doing it. So, again, like I said, you you either gonna pay for your education on the front end, or you gonna pay it on the back end. Mm-hmm. Either way, you are gonna pay for it. And I always go back to, you know, I'm just looking at right now what's going on in my life with uh, the growth that we've had because I went to that mastermind class. Mm-hmm. And this, like I said, me being transparent, I paid a thousand dollars for a two day mastermind class. Now again, I watched that guy from a distance for almost two years. I couldn't really try to, you know, you try to find every reason why not be like shit let me go on and see because i read his book and it made a lot of big impact on my business so let me do it and when i went there and i learned the information that i'm applying now that's been great but the point i want to get at we start talking about what we're talking about tonight with education his mentor that he uses this guy's million dollar producer with his businesses he paid that joker twenty thousand dollars for two days Mm. i gave him a thousand for two days He's paying this cat twenty thousand for two days. That's who he meets with once a year wow. to get tutelage. So I'm sitting here like, number one, you never get to a point where you don't need more education. Right. And number two, you're always gonna be advancing in yourself. And number three, you should never feel like you don't reach your pinnacle. That's true. You see what I'm saying? That guy that was he charged twenty thousand. He came in there. He was eighty eight years old. Summer's white. Google him. I talk to kings, I talk to queens, I talk to presidents, this, that, and that. This, that, you know, you just talk to everybody you talk to. And uh, he got all on his mailing list. I got his little uh, Christmas port call, uh, not postcard right. from Thailand. Eight, eight years old, man. But he like, this is what I charge, $20,000 two days. Hmm. So we're always constantly doing that. We can't see it because, you know, uh, uh, I'm not in the millionaire mind frame. Right, right. I get it. I might say, okay, now let me go next level. Okay, then, okay, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's crumbs to him because he's on that level. Mm-hmm. But again, we're doing what? Sharp and I saw, put another tool in the toolkit. So I say this again, we have this great debate where we're talking about education. We have, uh, what's going on? Hey, how's it going now? Oh, what's up, Nikki? Glad you, tu- glad you finally tuned in to my show. Shout out to Nikki. That was my high school prom date. Put on the spot. <laughs> Senior prom date. My girl, Nikki. How you doing? But, uh... It's um, uh, it, it, it's empowering the more you know. And I think people are having that great debate in terms of like student loan debt. I want to acquire, acquire these certain things. Again, knowledge is one of the things that you always got. You can make money, lose money. Mm-hmm. But what you know is always there. It's always there. It's always there. I mean, that's and the I thing. I thought about going back to nurse. I thought about going to nurse school. I was like, I'm going to go be a nurse because nurses are needed. I got you. Big old shoulders. I'm not even going to look at that smocks now. I don't, hey, <laughs> I ain't going to look at this smocks. I'm looking at that check. Yeah, I got you. I got you. I got you. 
I got I you. I sure was like, I'm finna go to nursing school. I got you, but I, I can see you them Crocs and everything. I, mean, I see you, brother. Hey, won't be, hey, mm-hmm. won't be no, hey, won't be no shame in my game. Try it out, but but to you know to that point, man, I think people just need to get past past that and look at those pros and those cons and mm-hmm. and everything. I think it's just a point of perspective, right? And we have to get around something where things don't necessarily work. You know how, how to how to get away from that. So uh, hopefully I'll be able to shed some light on everybody with that. This is Change Live, hosted by yours truly, Deontay Bird. Make sure you go to the YouTube channel, like, share, and subscribe to the YouTube channel. One thing that I do want to drop on everybody, you know, in this in closing, God, God forgive me, I forgot George's last name. A friend of mine, George, uh, God, I'm leaving. Uh, he committed suicide last week. Brother did 33 years. What's going on, Cuz? Uh, 33 years, command sergeant major in the Marines. When I say mentally tough, done did it all. Showed me pictures of him and President Bush, like seeing looking like the best of friends. Shaw brother, never, ever, ever, ever seen this man like mad. Hey, what's up, brother? You take him a hug. Real soft spoken. In his fifties, looked like he in his twenties. Good looking, smooth, cool guy. Always happy. He was an ordained minister. In retirement, only he doing the traveling the country, officiating weddings. Getting his check coming because he's getting his 80%. I ain't seen none of this shit. Right. To kill himself? I ain't seen none of this shit. Like, again, like, I ain't even see him, like, pissed. Mm-hmm. Or even just down a little bit. And I say all this to say that you never know what the hell fuck going through. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, I done had my mom, she be like, man, shit, lab. You know, I come here sometimes, be like, damn, boy, woo, woo. Wife from damn cut me, boy. Lord, I'm kids get them a nerve, man. Make no money, you know, and everything. They ain't never thought about hurting nobody. I damn sure ain't thought about hurting myself. Right. But again, you just never know what people are going through. So I, I I say this to say, man, check on your friend. You got a partner you ain't talk to in a minute, call them up, check on them. Uh, if you feeling down or something like that, talk to somebody. I don't give a damn if you got to do a, what was his name? Was it Winston or Tom Cruise bat ball? Well, what's Tom Cruise ball in uh when he crashed? Wasn't it Winston? What was that movie he had when uh well, you know Tom Cruise wrecked that uh Oh, you talking about uh, <laughs> um um where he was had the mask on. Nah, when he wrecked the uh, he was uh when they crashed and he was on the island for them years by himself. And what you uh talking about? Oh, you talking about Tom, Tom I said Hanks. Tom Cruise, my Tom Hanks. wrong white Wilson. guy, I'm sorry. Wilson, Wilson wrong white guy, I'm sorry. <laughs> They do it us all the time. Wilson. Uh, Wilson, get you a damn Wilson. Right. Get you a Wilson, set him down, and listen, your Wilson you ain't got to argue with. Right. So get, get your Wilson. Just tell them all the stuff about your wife, your kids, your boss. Just do that, but get it out. Don't hold it in. And they say, I book that all up, Tom Cruise. <laughs> hey, Tom Hanks. I'm like, Tom Cruise crashed? <laughs> get you a damn Wilson. You know what I'm saying? That Wilson, like I said, it, it is in the black community, it's a taboo yeah. uh, subject. And the brothers don't like a lot of times sharing stuff out, man. I, I, big shout out to to all my best friends, man. I got some solid friends where when I got shit on my mind, I can do it. And I feel like I've been that sounding board for them, too. And you and I know I feel like I can talk with them in confidence where I ain't got to worry about Metro Atlanta finding out. And I believe they feel the same way about me. Um, but, uh, man, losing George really, you know, messed me up because, like I said, man, this was a, a real, like, you know, some people just like, man, what the hell are you so damn happy for? Yeah, why are you happy? Yeah, all and he's always reading motivational books, always giving me quotes, texting me all kind of happy shit. Mm-hmm. This killing itself shit, I I can't see. I cannot process it. Some people just can't see themselves through, man. You just 
people go through stuff every day. I mean, people suffer a lot. There's a lot mm -hmm. of us out here, a lot of people out here that suffer through a lot of stuff. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times you think, like, you know, they got solid family and shit like that. And they don't be solid. So family don't be solid sometimes. Family just be, family don't be solid. Yeah. And it'd be just you out here. And you'd be trying to make it through every day. Mm -hmm. That stuff is hard to do, man. Yeah. And mental illness, and it's not even a necessary mental illness. It's just it's just everyday life. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Just everyday Absolutely. life. You you work yourself hard, trying to do everything you can to make sure you're doing the right thing, the good thing, the everything. And you work yourself to the bone, and then you're struggling to pay bills, or you're struggling to do this, or you're struggling to do that, and then here come Willie Lump Lump, ain't graduated out of high school, driving Ferrari because he's selling drugs. you like, what the fuck? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It, it cuts you deep, man. It cuts you deep. You know, it, you like, know. you like, I done been to school. I done did this. I done did this. But he driving Ferrari, Lamborghini, or Maserati. Ain't ain't got out like eighth grade yet. And here I am working and can't pay, make the ends meet. Be careful, Lab. I don't know how much of my audience you cutting. <laughs> Shit, man. Shit, but now. it's true. No, no, I know. But it's, it's true. Trust me, I understand. It's yeah. true. Brother, I know. And that's the thing of it is, you know, it just... You know, um, I did the video, man. Uh, uh, again, go to the Changing Lives uh, video library, man. The video, uh, Don't Struggle in Silence. Well, I was yeah. telling people, like, look, man, you know, if you're going through something, hey, talk to somebody. I mean, if you know, if you especially, like I said, friends. Anytime I hear that murder, suicide, and everything, the first thing pop in my damn head, where the friends at? Where the partners at? Mm -hmm. And, um, you just never know what folk going through. People just, some people just don't want to tell you they problems because they don't want to pile it on to you. And a lot of times, we I think the problem we got to get out of, mm -hmm. we got to get out of this, this issue in the black community where we think that we talk to somebody, we got something going on in our head that is weak. Yeah. That ain't yeah. weak, man. That's life. That's why I said, man, I'm lucky. I got some friends man, I can talk to, man. And, and brother, like, you know, shit, I don't, I don't fake no funk, man. You know, uh, how many people you see post on social media? They be sitting there putting a picture of their family like them, Cosby, you know, 2.0. They see, you know, divorce the next week. Like, mm -hmm. shit. Like, hey, man, it's real. It's real. It's real, man. You just never know what the hell folk going through. So, I, I again, I just want to, you know, uh, shout out to George, man, because he's always a solid brother. He always had good things to say to me, always to my son. He was very influential to my older son when he got out of college because he seen something in him that he liked. And he was all, he was even asked me, bro, you don't mind me talking to your son or mm -hmm. shoot my little money and everything. He even called me to ask me that. And everything, which, you know, which I ain't give a damn. You know, anytime I see anybody positive, want to talk to one of my kids, I appreciate it. Mm -hmm. But uh, just real solid brother, man. So big shout out to George, man. I'm sorry that happened. But, again, the challenge is there. Check on your friends. Check on your family. Folks you ain't talked to in a minute. See how they doing. And don't just ask them. Poke at them. Uh, uh, friendships are very precious. Life is very precious. And and, and lastly, to this, everyone else as an individual, uh with life being so mm -hmm. precious, and we're always stuck with these problems. Problems temporary. Don't make no damn permanent decision on a temporary issue. Because mm -hmm. that issue going to come and go. No matter how frustrating or how bad it seems, once you kill yourself, death is permanent. It's damn permanent. You make a bad decision, kill somebody, hurt somebody, that permanently does something. Do not make a permanent decision. Off a temporary issue, okay? Hey, listen again, guys. I appreciate all you guys tuning in. What we talk about tonight is education worth the cost. Had a great show, great dialogue, great energy. Love you guys as always. Listen, make sure you see me next week. We got another great show. 
from the dynamic speaker himself, Deontay Burton. <laughs> That's right. You know, so make sure you go to the YouTube channel, like, share, subscribe to all the videos, leave comments, leave your feedback and everything like that. Don't care if it's good or bad feedback, just leave something. Go to the Facebook page, change the lives. Also go do the same thing for Mr. Short Dollar and everything. Um, most important right now with tax season, get your taxes done. Reach us out at Majestic Business Services at www.majesticbiz.com. The uh, uh, booking link is on there where it says book your own appointment. Hit on that. Hey, it's elementary. I fill that out. Even for you APS graduates like me. Uh, it ain't harder than like that. Fill it out. Book your appointment. And uh, give us a call, 678-479-4007. Love you guys. Appreciate all the support. See you next week.